Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. What's up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to What, what the, the F is Ladylike. One of uh, the most listened to episodes was social media and how we talked about really where your data goes and actually where you're putting your data, how they're following you, tracking you, um, how your privacy really isn't your privacy. In that episode that we did, and it was like one of the second episodes we ever did. I mean, it was crappy recording and everything. Yeah, I mean, it was something hugely happening and nobody was realizing it happened. So we were like, we got to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, and we talked about how, you know, um, it affects young children. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to talk about today how it affects an adult. And we're going to bring back that little song you liked about social media. This is the first time listening to us. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome to our podcast. It's been a crazy, crazy week for us in our household. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a roller coaster of a week. It was up and down, up and down, up and down. I worked my ass off this week at work. I, I was burning out, man, burning out quick. Um, I work really, really hard. Jewel works really, really hard um, also. Different, different level, different things. But yeah, no, she she's like multitasking, busting her ass type work. I mean, same but different. I'm just like with children and you still deal with, I feel like children like people though. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jewel had an episode this week. So yes, we're starting over. Our countdown is starting again. But that's okay. It's okay. I got that far. I can do it again. We're going to dive into this uh, black market of your personal data being sold. Your identity. Your identity. We're n- this is not going to be like an identity theft. Okay. This is more like your shit is on the black market. It's getting sold. Um you're notified either that there was a data breach or sometimes not even notified at all. Yeah. We're going to talk to you about my story. We're also going to, um, you know, throw in how Jules trying to be the detective person. Yeah. I mean, um, 
I think I think I've pretty much made this clear like I really don't like people fucking with the people that I love and so I go in I mean I go in like protective mode and I like this is I mean we'll get into it more but I'm just saying I can really figure some shit out in some short amount of time and I'm pretty impressed with myself um not only am I good at those capabilities of like what we're talking about today but like I can investigate a lot of shit and just it's like not it's kind of creepy but in a good way like if you guys need a pi i'm 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 the one i got you i'll do some investigating for you just give me the information you got we're going to talk about the dark web and the dark part of the web is um those who are stealing your personal information and they sell it on the black market for a cost. And then they do with it what they want. And then at some point, hopefully, the person whose information got stolen, you're going to end up seeing the effects of that. Social media. Why wouldn't you think Google it? So somebody like me who had no, I struggled. I struggled um, a lot trying to, from the time that my babies were born till, um, you know, even through, you know, through them going to high school through, I mean, I didn't have a lot of money. Um, And I think I learned at a young age to work really hard for your dollar. I also learned to um, figure out how you're going to feed your family at a, at a budget that you can afford. I also learned that you can't spend every single dollar that you have, that you have to like kind of try to save some. And then that ended up hurting my um, credit score. I did not have a lot of credit because I was, you know, trying to not save, not use credit cards, get in trouble. So I didn't have that much of a credit. And then when you can't afford to make your car payment on time or um, different little things that come up because you're trying to stretch your dollar of your hard earned money, right? So what I found out was that really dings your credit report. So I worked really hard to build my credit report up um, as an adult um, to buy a house. And I did that and then I maintained it, my credit report, and I ended up being over like, it was like 740 something. So I was like really proud of myself. You know, I kept everything in check. But then what I found out is when you have a higher credit score, you're going to be that target you're more on, on the black market. You're more at risk, right, for somebody trying to get access to your information because they're like, oh, they got good shit going on. Mm-hmm. Right. That's That makes more sense. 
So let's, let's talk about how much your personal information is worth, right? And then Joel and I will have a little conversation about it. So we're going to go over social security numbers, birth date, um, your full name. All of that can sell for 60 to $80 on the black market. Really, that's not that much money. I know. I feel like that's not that high of amount of money. I feel like it would be worth more like in the thousands for your information. That's like crucial. So how much are, how much is your stolen privacy worth, right? It, your stolen privacy isn't worth that much money. So they're not getting a whole bunch of money. But if you think about it, if they're selling it in bulk, then that could add up, right? Like selling multiple peoples at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for people with high credit scores, social security numbers, birth dates, full names, they're going to be selling for 60 to $80. If it's in bulk, they'll sell it for a dollar to 10 cents on the bulk. A dollar to 10 cents. So I'm sitting there, that has to be a lot of people if you're multiplying 10 cents, right? I mean, there's a lot of people out there, right? So you can find... um the, so you can find anywhere that over 145 million of U.S. citizens have already had their, their shit stolen. So 145 million times 10 cents or a dollar, that's, that's, that's some change. Let's do that math. What? Let's do that math. And even if you, if it was the higher dollar amount, the 60 to $80, that's an extreme amount of money as well. Oh, yo, I didn't even do it right. Let me hit some more zeros here. Yo, that's 14 million. That's over 14 million. Dallas. Cha-ching. Holy crap. It's like, again, it's like a different type of industry that's making money. But again, we say these things. There's people out there that get bad people off of the Internet, take people's posts down. But yet we can't get these bad people off the Internet or webs to get access to these people's information. No, can't fix that. So where is that source coming from on the black market? Where is that dark web getting that information and stealing that data, man? Where are they stealing it? It's like a flashpoint that hits on on certain things of where your your privacy information is held. I mean, this is where, I mean, I've heard multiple stories from people that have crossed paths in my life or even in my partner Simon's life where they will refuse to have any sort of um, membership or rewards card for anything or sign up for anything or have a debit card because they are so scared of this type of thing happening to them. Mm-hmm. Where, where do these markets steal your information? They steal it for anywhere on the black market where something is held, um, where they can hack into, they target hospitals, um, they target schools, they collect all that information from you. It, for some reason, these uh, cyber criminals can hack into these things. Let's say you filled out information, 
you know, applying for something and, and it says it's in a secured thing. These hackers can get into all of that and that's your personal data, right? So how many people in, with COVID has gone to the hospital? How many people has gone to the hospital within this last year? I know Jules raising her hand. So it can happen to any one of us. That's not that's not a settling feeling, especially somebody who goes to the hospital or doctor often. Those are the the high key places that they hack into. Of course, there's all of the other individual places that they they hack into, but that's what they do. People can be such assholes and selfish. And there was something where you said this the other day where you're like, oh, if somebody steals something from me or takes something from me, they need it more than I do. I know. I should not have put that out there in the universe because. Yeah, because then some shit went down and I was like, not necessarily true. They don't necessarily. These days, they don't necessarily need it more than you. They're just assholes and selfish and greedy and take and take and take. So, no. And I she has such a kind heart. She gets it. She gets it from somebody. I mean, but. No, not, not always true. <laughs> so I have this um, little cheat sheet of how much our stuff is worth, right? How much is your social security worth? Here's the thing. We were told to keep that shit. Keep that shit under wraps, dude. Man, don't be giving that shit out, man. And that's the least amount. <laughs> like, that's the thing that's worth the least. Like, like, we're really selling it for a buck. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Anything, anything that we do, they're like, what's your social security number? Like, what is it? And you're like, who the fuck are you, man? Who are you? Who who are you? Can I have your social security number? Because I have to give you one. That's like a free freaking trade right there, right? Right. It's like, uh, I need some collateral. Give me your social. Yeah. Give me me yours. Because if you're going to do something to mine, I, I... I need to have yours. It's like the, if you show me yours, I'll show you mine. <clears throat> so they're selling that for $1. Damn. Okay. Um, driver's license, $20. $20 for a driver's license. A diploma, holy crap, 100 to $400. Passports, $1,000 to $2,000. Credit or, or debit card. Five to a hundred and ten dollars. Financial institution logins. Dollar people. Dollar. Medical records. A dollar to a thousand dollars. If y'all want to steal my medical records, that'd be the dumbest shit ever. Like. Y'all trying, it'd be funny, honestly. Some of them try to steal my medical records. They're like, oh, yeah, young person, 20, you know, good health. They go into it. No, bitch. <laughs> no. So, this is going to be story time. Story time with Sarah and Jewel. Story time with Sarah and Jewel. How do you like that? Should we keep that as our song? Sure. Do you have, can you think of one better? Do, do, do. Story time. Story time. With Sarah and Jewel. There you go. We just made that up on the fly. Um, Got an email from Credit Karma. 
And I was like, well, crap, I used my credit card too much. Let's see, what the hell? And I look on there. I have one phone service for my mobile phones, and I've had it for ever since my kids were little. And I've never changed. That's all that I've remembered. And all of a sudden, I have $3,507 in credit debt on a phone service that I've never had. I went, what the fuck? Now, we're going to rewind a little bit where one of my banks, my banks called me and somebody tried to open up account in my name. And this was like mm, long time ago, months ago. But within the same year, though, this is all. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Within the same year. I, I shut it down. I'm like, no, I didn't try to open it. And they tried to do it online. And then I started to fill out um, the stuff that they told me to fill out. And I didn't go nowhere because I didn't know who was trying to do it. So come to find out, I'm hit with this. So I'm like kind of shocked, kind of pissed off, kind of all of these things. I go down to the the company that is charging me. Well, now it's in collections. Mm -hmm. But I went down to that company. They told me, well, number one, they're like, well, if this account's in your name, you have to enter the last four digits of your social security number. I'm like, oh, my God. And with your name, your your last name. And I did that. And here pops up that I have an account that I never opened. And somebody else's name on there in a different state. In a completely different state, not even from this state, um, not even near our state. Um Completely other side of the country, not con- yeah, our, our, our country. I, 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 it to me, I was I was really shocked and shocked about the more information that you you found out. You said that they opened up, or that they bought how many phones? They bought three phones and four lines. Yeah. And they the account wasn't open when on the date of my credit, where Credit Karma said. It was before. It was before that, which would count, go kind of go in line at the same time that the bank would have called me. Right. Um, I did get notified that there was a data breach somewhere a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I squashed the bank thing, so I didn't think I had to worry about it, right? I really put that out of my head until I saw that. So in a long story short, in order to um, file a fraud to help my credit, I had to file a police report. And that police report has to go in with that fraud. But you didn't even have to first initially do the police report. You had to kind of get more information before you could (coughs) do the police report, which was a headache in itself. Yeah. So then... I didn't even realize when she's like showing me this information she got from the phone service place. It has this person's name, 
has the person's address that they their billing address and i'm like whoa 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 wait i got a name and i have an address so first i looked up their name and i found a few people and there's one that was pretty sketchy so i sent it to my mom and then i was like i'm looking up this address i looked up this address this whole search took me less than 10 minutes probably even less than five and the address most commonly that for that area was of a business and um like a tv service business i'm not going to say the business because this is our own personal situation but i was like what the heck this is a business and it is to the t the address that she gave me but there's also these apartments that were near local that had a number and I'm sitting there and both of them were open. Both of them had numbers and I'm sitting there going, I'm going to call. And then mom's like, no, don't call because then they're going to have your number. And it's just like, she was right. But I was instantly like, I found it that quickly. And I'm just like, I really would hope that I know that they have bigger issues, but there's cops and people for, for this situation that I hope that they were taking it seriously. And they called and tried to get more information as I was able to do it that fucking quickly. So my police report went in yesterday and I have a, a a number, but now I have to turn around and do all of this, you know, submit it over into with that company. And here I am stressed out. You know, I, I didn't think when I was waking up yesterday morning, I was going to be filing a police report, you know what I mean? Um, but I had, I had to do it. Right. Well, and the police were being really nice and helpful in telling you your rights and how, um, any of the creditors or the original place of the service, this company, they can't be going after you. Correct. So they were very (laughs) well giving you good information being like, and if this does happen, then you do that. You know, they were really like on your side. So then, you know me, I'm, I'm, I was completely stressed out. You can ask Jewel. I was like on a different level stressed out because I had worked so hard. Remember I'd work so hard. You know, I, I came from nothing to building myself up and I worked really hard at it. Well, not only that, that's invading like your personal Mm -hmm. like space and your privacy. When I saw my phone number, yeah, my, name associated with let's just call this person's name Mr. Apple Mr. Apple's name in a different state I had to figure out how I was going to switch my 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 mindset because I had felt so you know it, it wasn't even like um it does feel kind of like you're invaded And it's unsettling. And it's like, I feel like you'd have to be on edge. And I mean, it doesn't help with the world that we live in. And then that happens because it's, again, it's something to where you say, oh, let's not make it a problem until it happens to you. And then it happens. And this is something that you hear about, but you're like, oh, you know, I'm pretty safe with my stuff. This this couldn't happen to me, you know? No, it's not always the case. You could be as safest as you could be. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy that 
that people can get your information like that for so cheap, for so cheap. And then in the receiving end, those people who get your information are getting so much more out of it. That's crazy. Yeah, because what I found out is they didn't they didn't use the phones. Mm-hmm. They just turned around and sold them. So there was no uh, history of any data being used or any phone calls or anything like that. So they just purchased the phones, which I got to say, Mr. Apple, better phones than me, better phones than me. Mr. Apple has way more richer blood than I do, right? You know, when he went for the finer things, finer, finer things in life. Which me, I settled, you know, like, hey, this is this has got everything that I mean, I don't need to. I mean, I mean, and so, we, we have his their name, but we don't even know if that's even their real name. Right. So, you know, I had to go on my day yesterday and, you know, I'm looking at refrigerators that I would like to have. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, Mr. Apple can pay for it. Oh, no, that would be me. Right. Well, and to kind of just say the thing about how long have we been trying to eye and find a fridge and it's not just been like an overnight thing. Right. There's things that we've been slowly, slowly replacing, trying to upgrade. And again, it takes money, it takes time. And when people do shit like that, fuck, dude, like, again, what if what if what if this was the weekend that my mother chose to be like, this is the weekend. I'm going to do this for myself. And as she fucking earned it because she's worked her ass off. And then someone's like, oh, nope, you got this ding on your credit. You have this on your credit. Da, 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 da. What if that were to happen? And so that's just fucked. And it's just fucked how uh, it, to me, if it happened to me, it's an unsettling, not good feeling. And I feel really bad that it happened to my mom. So there's companies out there that basically try to sell you insurance for um, I, to protect you for identity theft. Mm-hmm. So I called one. She straight up did. I, I wanted to call one because I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't know too much about it. So what I did is I just called it and recorded it for you guys. And I'm going to play that for you right now. Please have your major credit or debit card ready. Please wait while we connect you to the next available agent. My name is Josh on a recorded line. Who am I speaking with today? Hi, my name is Sarah. I just have a few questions um, about your services. So you guys, you offer um, like a protection if somebody was to identity theft, correct? So how does that how does that work? Can you explain to me how that works? How that protects you? Because yeah, I, so um, yeah, I can explain this in our, our package that we uh, sell here. It has all the description disclosures in it. Okay. Um. So my 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 main question is like, what if somebody does like get your identity and try to um, purchase stuff on there? What do, what does your services do to help me? Right. Okay. And yeah, I'll go over all that um, with our uh, packages that we uh, sell here. Uh, but what what state do you reside in? Oregon. Okay. Okay. So 
So um, we do have our LifeLog Ultimate Plus, which is our best plan here. Uh, I'm just going to tell you about this plan so you can get kind of a baseline of what we do. Um, so LifeLock Ultimate Plus alerts to you by phone, text, mobile app, or email to uses of your personal information to open new credit or services, take over existing accounts, or make changes on any of your credit cards or checking and savings accounts within our network. Our extensive network includes a large number of financial institutions, but the network may not include every institution or transaction, so you may not receive a LifeLock alert in every case. All of these transactions are covered by our $1 million protection package, which provides $1 million for coverage, lawyers, and experts if needed. You also receive reimbursement for stolen funds and personal expense compensation, each with limits up to $1 million, underwritten by United Specialty Insurance Company. And if you want to see more details into that, you can go to lifelock.com legal. This plan includes unlimited access to your Equifax credit score and report, Credit bureaus update your score and credit report once per day if changes are reported by a lender. This plan also includes three bureau credit scores and reports annually. LifeLock uses the Vintage Score 3.0 credit score based on your Equifax data. Other companies are likely to use different types of credit scores to determine your credit worthiness. Credit reports, scores, and credit monitoring may require an additional verification process and credit services will be withheld until such process is complete and a reduced service fee may be charged until you verify your identity. Our Ultimate Plus plan monitors public databases for names and lets you know of a change in address request at the U.S. Postal Service linked to your identity. We also request your name be removed from pre-approved credit card mailing list to reduce unwanted mail. And we will inform you of publicly reported large-scale security breaches and other events where personal information may have been stolen. Uh, we do actively monitor online file sharing networks for the exposure of your personal data. And we watch dark web internet sites for the illegal buying, selling, or trading of your personal information. With our LifeLock Ultimate Plus service, you will receive priority call handling. Anytime you do call our member services and support team, which is always open and available, Mm -hmm. um, all pricing is per person, plus any applicable sales tax. We do have this for the year as $339.99 or a monthly rate of $34.99. Okay, and so it's kind of like an insurance, right? Right. Okay, yeah. because, you know, something occurred to me, and apparently my stuff was sold on the black market. So... If in the case of like uh, somebody pulls uh, something for like a phone service in a different state and I'm living here in Oregon and they racked up $3,500 and then it popped up on my credit report, I did get alerted through Credit Karma. That's how I found out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what do you do to help the person who's uh, stuff has already been sold on the black market. Um, so we look for uses of it. Um, if it's already happened, we can't really do anything about it since uh, it happened before you was enrolled with us. Um, so from this point moving forward, we would just look for any uses of that personal information um, in the future. Okay, yeah, because I did fill out a police report and all that fun fun stuff. So um, right. 
So, okay, so, um, you know, the cost of everything is just um, inflating, so... Um, Would you be interested in a 30-day trial? Um, right now, I'm just, like, a little sketch, but I know I need some sort of protection, you know what I mean? I just, uh-huh. um, just want to make sure that this can fall within my budget. Right. I mean, gro- um, groceries over here in Oregon, I don't know where you are, but I drop, like, $500 a week in groceries. So I mean, right. <laughs> it's a it's a hot yeah. mess out there, man. I mean, I'm in East Tennessee. Um, I mean, yeah, prices. I mean, have you know gone up? Oh, you're lot. in Tennessee. But, yep. Oh man, you got the abortion laws there, right? That sucks. Um, I mean, I, I guess <laughs> I haven't really looked too much into it. <laughs> Man, man, you better you better look into it, man, especially if you're going to be in the dating world. So, yeah. Okay, so um, I need to make sure uh, I can call. So I'm going to call this number back and I'm going to run my numbers to see if um, I can afford that. Okay. 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 All thank right. you for your help. Yep. Uh, you yeah, have a good one. But so how'd you like that ending that I did? I mean, you got to hit them with the facts. And uh, I mean, bro, you should know what's going on where you live. And um, so, you know, I mean, that that was just, you know, for us women, you know, but then you get to hear how I really talk on the phone. (laughs) And like we said, guys, it's a nonstop fight. So keep going, keep pushing. And, you know, that shows you how uh, we're we're on our end, you know, making sure everybody's aware I mean, he didn't seem like he was that aware, so he needs to get more aware. And that's right. More man. educated. More educated. On these issues that are going on in and, your country. And, and I told him, you know, the hot mess of, you know, the groceries here and, you know, inflation. But here's here's what I really want to say is there's a lot of free services out there that already are covered within what he had mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I was already alerted. I was already but it's amount of how much you're gonna pay attention, right? So I was already alerted that this went on to my credit. I was already alerted about a lot of things that he already had mentioned in there. But the bottom line is the gist of it. Like I asked him, you're basically paying for like an insurance, like car insurance. Which isn't always, it's not, you're not always getting the best Mm -hmm. of thing best of coverage so you're and if let's say somebody still steals more than a million dollars you're freaking asked out dude and also then in the case of my mom's case if somebody had already taken your information now it's just a kind of oh we're watching to see where else your stuff could up cup up like an appear and like i don't know that's still not a good i don't know and when i um you know, as you can see, the gentleman was nice. He just wasn't educated about abortion rights um, or, you know, what inflation costs are in other states. <laughs> I mean, Broski, you're, you got, you mean, you do have a job, but you do have another job and, you know, outside of in, in society and uh, you should get to know some things and, um, you know, education and knowledge is very attractive. So if you thirty four ninety nine a month, you can have a service like an insurance to protect you in case something like that happens to you. That's just in case, right? Let it in case they have to fight for you, right? In case, case, case. And then, you know, they'll reimburse your money, right? 
Doesn't it suck in a world that we have to have somebody that sat there going, I need to start a business. I got to start a business. What kind of business of insurance can I add to the plate for people to pay on now? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, identity theft. Yeah. I need to I need to open up an insurance agency type of a thing to protect you for your identity. I got to do it for people who file their taxes. I have to do it for all of the, you know, dark web. I have to do this, I have to do that. Dude, do you know how much money they're making and how much people are, are, are going to actually utilize those services and they won't even pay if you if you if somebody's racking up over a million fucking dollars on your shit. Well, to even before all this to what like there shouldn't even be credit in the beginning with their credit and to do anything with your credit didn't even become a thing until 1989. And so why 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 did we create it so that way we can create debt in our we're like you 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 literally created it to where you want us to sign up to have credit cards and all these things to build our credit to Im- immediately in adulthood where you're told to get in debt that is basically what you're telling us to do is get in debt and then you're supposed to buy yourself out of debt Pretty much. So when was that? 1989 is when they wanted to decide that let's do credit scores. And then, you know, before I mean, think about that. You need a credit score to get a house. How did everybody get a house? How did everybody get a car? How did everybody get all these things? Mm -hmm. So why? I mean, everybody's trying to say it's all more protected now because we could check your credit and who you are and all this. But when your credit gets checked, you get dinged. And some of the stuff is like a hard inquiry. And for a lot of places, because we've had it where we've went to a car place where you can get your credit checked and they are fucking checking it 50 billion times over on every single fucking thing possible. So your shit could be everywhere. And then they're they're hitting it, and then they hit it, then they hit it, and then your credit score is going down, 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 and you're like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when you are out there on the black market, these people um, who sell insurance, which I'm not going to say it's a bad thing, it could be a, you know it could be a good thing. It could protect you, I and the, just in case. I think the bad thing in itself is the credit and like mm-hmm. we us being reliant and dependent on that now. Like because what you said, because it I, I don't feel like it because it was 1989. It wasn't like thrown up in your face. In my face, it was like you become an adult. You have to have a credit card. You have to everything to build your credit. To but be- by the time I was an adult out there, it was a credit. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I 1989, I was still in high school. Right. But your parents wasn't it wasn't their norm and so it wasn't your norm you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they weren't telling you that like oh you need a credit card to build up your credit or you need to get a loan to no. do this no i you know and then fuck you tell your tell people to go to school you tell people go to school and it, then we get student loan debt fuck off and then and then you get jacked and then you know you get jacked in that black web and you know your shit is fucking taken and then here you go or you go to the hospital have health care and you know there you go you have your shit fucking jacked i'm not going to say that that's a bad thing maybe i should have had it 
maybe, you know. But there's a lot of things that he offered, as you heard, are free already. So basically, you're really not paying for the free services that you already get, right? And I'm going to have to go through the process like um, the officer told me um, to file with, you know, the, the federal government, all of that fun stuff, you know, all of that stuff. And I do have the option to freeze my credit. But at that same time, is that going to be... Uh, What's that going to do? What's that going to do? I have right. no idea. But at that same time, these people that are out there, there were three hard inquiries on my credit report that must have gotten only so far. You know, because my credit score was only like 740 something because, you know, I have debt. I have uh, a home that's large, uh, you know, because I just bought a home. So all that money's on there and I have cars, that money's on there. I have credit cards, that money's on there. So, um, you know, I, I wasn't in the higher, but my credit wasn't crap. You know what I mean? So a long story short... You can get free services, but they're not going to fight. You're going to have to do the work, right? You're going to have to do the work once you prove that there's a fraud. Somebody like me who works really, really hard all day, that means I have to fight for my credit to get resolved. Now, I'm not saying that those insurance companies like LifeLock um, won't help you. Um, they probably will. Um, it's added expense that is, I feel, is unnecessary. That um, we had to create another company of, you know, insurance because we just can't go catch them bad guys, right? So really pay attention. You know, Credit Karma is free to me. Um, they are not a sponsor of our show, but they're free to me. They do help if something's not on there, but you are going to have to do the work with the bureaus to get that stuff off of your credit. And a lot of banks talk to your banks. A lot of banks are can, um, also help keep track and protect your credit and just, just talk to them. Cause sometimes if you have a credit union, that could also be helpful as well. So before we go today, I just want to say a lot of individuals work their ass off, whether it's something that I do or whether it's something that Joel does. Joel works her ass off every single day, taking care of her children. And that's a full-time job. And she never gets a break. Unlike me, I get two days off, right? I get to come home at night. So just because um, every, every person's job is a little bit different. Like I was talking to the officer on the phone, I work really hard. He's like, yeah, a lot of people work really hard and this happens to them. It's going to happen to a lot of us because, and it's not, I want to, I want to correct things. People are like, oh, the crime, the homeless people, drug money, all of this. Here's the thing. As we found out, it was. Uh, a business that it was linking to. So I don't think all of the the things are 
are as what one would think it would be. So passing judgment is not a very good thing. I want to quote one of my favorite bands uh, songs that they just came out with um, room full of strangers. And um, it's really, if you think about it, it, I mean, when I say it, it's going to sound pretty dark, but when you think about it, it's pretty much our society and it's, we're all living to die and dying to live. On our next episode, we are going to dive into uh, healthcare. We're going to talk about how they don't really want to help you to get better. And why? Why is that when there could be things that are happening? Whether it's medications that they could pres- prescribe, whether it is um, prolonging um, a diagnosis. We're going to do our research and dive into that. So if we don't record a show next week, it's only because we're not finished with our research. Diving into big pharma. Not just that, but we're going to see what is, you know, why? Why is that? We may have to make some phone calls. We may have to record some stuff. Um, But that's what we're diving into next. So pay, pay attention and on the lookout for when we do that episode. I want to correct a couple things from our last episode. I believe I said uh, 100 and something million. It was it was actually in 2022 budget for the homeless. It was 160 million. And I also want to correct um, their pay that they pay now is six digits so six digit numbers a hundred and some mod a year until next time i'm sarah and i'm jewel peace
What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Comeback Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.